for joy and privilege to be back to uh, Open Door Bible Baptist Church and uh, uh, to uh, uh, be a part of this uh, mission conference and uh, uh, to see uh, pastors uh, in several years again uh, uh, to GIBF uh, uh, pastors again uh, tonight and uh, it was about uh, five years ago uh, the Lord uh, uh, gave us opportunity to travel uh, to raise our spot uh, as a to be missionary to South Korea, and uh, we were uh, uh, Pastor Montoro allowed us to come, and uh, remember we had a wonderful time uh, together. I remember one thing, but I'm not going to tell about that. <laughs> but uh, it was a good time. Uh, anyway, so it was I think it was six years at uh, November. We were on the way to uh, GIBF meeting in. Uh, where was that? Uh, at uh, Brother Roberts, no Stevens, uh, Robert Stevens uh, Church. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's uh, uh, when we we went, we were going there, and uh, we had uh, some uh, wonderful memories. <laughs> but uh, uh, at the time, uh, we were here for mission conference with the Brother Webster, and uh, the church took us on, and uh, for the last six years. Uh, the church has been uh, faithfully supported us. And uh, I am uh, very uh, grateful uh, for your love and your uh, faithfulness in, uh, uh, in the obedience to spread the gospel uh, all through uh, uh, the world. Not just for Korea, but uh, uh, for many missionaries you have been uh, supporting. And uh, uh, it's wonderful to be uh, a part of uh, your uh, mission project, and uh, you know, uh, we represent you in South Korea uh, for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the Lord has uh, blessed us uh, with uh, many uh, opportunity to uh, do the work. Uh, of course, many souls get saved and baptized, but uh, uh, we started uh, four churches uh, while we were there uh, uh, last during last four years. And uh, uh, this Sunday, uh, the DVD will tell uh, more, uh, uh, more better. Uh, but uh, uh, we had uh, not only uh, started three Korean churches, the last one was for Chinese people. So we have one Chinese church uh, in South Korea. That is exciting. I didn't know that, uh, you know, I was going to do, have anything to do with the Chinese people, Chinese ministry. Of course, the Lord loves Chinese people also, so we have to preach gospel to them also. But I didn't uh, think uh, that uh, we are going to start a Chinese ministry in South Korea. So it was uh, uh, the Lord has uh, given us wonderful opportunity uh, to start churches and uh, translate books and uh, 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 helping Bible college and holding uh, conferences so that our uh, pastors would be challenged, challenged for the fundamental faith. So we had a wonderful time, and uh, I'm just uh, glad uh, to come back and uh, uh, follow and uh, uh, to be able to come and visit the uh, uh, Open Door uh, uh, Bible Baptist Church again and uh, give us a report. And uh, Pastor Davis, uh, your church has uh, uh, been together with us all, all these years, and uh, Brother Mario uh, on Monad and Brother Aragon. You know, you guys, uh, you know, uh, 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 began to uh, to uh, spot, but uh, 
some, some political thing uh, happened, so uh, that's why we could not continue. But I know you have been praying for us, and uh, you have been uh, uh, involved with us. So I'm very grateful uh, for the pastors and uh, for the ch- churches uh, that uh, <clears throat> have helped us to uh, do what uh, we have done uh, for the last uh, four years. And uh, we came back in February uh, of this year uh, to uh, the GIBF meeting in Temecula, uh, uh, California. And uh, uh, that's when Pastor Montoro told me that uh, uh, to be here uh, for the, this mission conference and for the uh, GIBF meeting. And uh, originally, we were going to go back uh, last month, but Pastor uh, wanted us to come, so we extended one more month, so uh, we will be uh, we will be leaving for Korea uh, about a month uh, from now. It will be December 5th. Uh, uh, November 19th would be the last Sunday for us on the road of, uh, during this to follow. And then we'll uh, fly uh, to Washington State uh, the 21st of uh, November. And then uh, we'll celebrate uh, Thanksgiving Day with my family. I have a, a you know, we have daughter and uh, grand, uh, two grandchildren, and my mother uh, and my brother, sister, all their family still live in Washington State. So we are going to celebrate uh, uh, the Thanksgiving Day together, and then uh, we will uh, uh, be leaving uh, for Korea on the 5th of December. So we are excited, and we are anxious to go, uh, because uh, uh, the Lord has called us there and our works there. And uh, you know, follow is wonderful. Traveling, you know, uh, visiting uh, the sporting churches again and meeting all the uh, friends again is uh, great. Uh, but still, uh, we have a work over there. So our hearts are over there. So uh, uh, we are excited uh, to see that uh, uh, we are in November now. <laughs> so we have only one month to go. So uh, keep uh, praying for us and uh, uh, we will continue to give uh, to send you report how the Lord is blessing us and using us for the glory of God in South Korea. So uh, 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 again, I uh, thank you uh, for uh, your uh, love and your uh, prayers and uh, your uh, financial involvement in our ministry. Tonight, since it is our mission uh, conference, I want to bring a message from uh, John chapter 13, verse 30. Let's all stand for the reading of the Bible. John uh, uh, verse 19, verse 30. Just one verse. Uh, uh, since it is just one verse, let's all read it together. Uh, John 19, Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30. Uh, let's read it together. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar. You are not there yet? Let's all uh, read it together. Uh, okay. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I am just humbly ask you to help me to be a blessing to your people. But I ask you to help me to please, please you as uh, I uh, bring a message before your people and uh, testify uh, uh, what is the mission all about. And Lord, I uh, want you to use me 
uh, to bless your people and help me to be clear and understandable so that uh, uh, we would see the uh, biblical truth about missions clearly and uh, help us to understand your hearts for missions uh, this evening. Thank you again for this wonderful church and uh, Pastor Montoro and uh, dear, uh, uh, dear friends here who have been praying and uh, helping us to do your work in South Korea. Lord, help, help us to be a blessing to them at, uh, while we are here uh, uh, for the conference. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> what is missions? Somebody defined uh, missions uh, as a, uh, you know, a beggar uh, who found a bread uh, going to another beggar and telling him where the bread is. So uh, uh, a beggar found bread. And uh, so he goes to another beggar and tell him where the bread is, where he found the bread. We are all born sinners, and you, you were in need of salvation. We were in need of uh, uh, the bread of life, and uh, we uh, needed forgiveness of sin, and we needed to be saved. And we found the eternal life, and the forgiveness of our sins, and the bread of life in Jesus Christ. So we go to another beggar, another sinner, and tell him how I got saved. How the Lord showed his mercy and grace upon my life. And how I repented of my sin and accepted Christ as my Savior. And was born again, was a, 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 have a new life, eternal life. And they share their great news to other people. What is uh, the mission of uh, a church? We all know that mission of a church is missions. Uh, church is not in this world for something else. The purpose of a church is not building a church. Purpose of a church is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ so that other people can know about the Lord and about the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. So that they would repent, that they would fear God, they would understand uh, how God loved us, and uh, how they would uh, accept Christ as uh, their Savior. Of course, there are many uh, uh, novel things that a, can, uh, a church can do for that purpose. But many a time, those uh, other things become uh, the uh, object or purpose of churches. And they do not preach the gospel and lose the mission of the tr- uh, true mission of a church. When Jesus came, his name was called Jesus. In Matthew 1.21, the Bible says, And he shall, she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. When Jesus was born, when he was conceived in the womb of Mary, she had a fiancé, espoused the man that was going to marry her, and he didn't know that the child was God's son. So he was going to break his relationship and break the engagement so that uh, Mary could go to the man that he thought was the father of the, uh, of, of the baby. And then uh, uh, the, the angel came and told him, Joseph, uh, uh, son of David, fear not to take thy wife. He said she was conceived by the Holy Ghost. 
And she, the, the, the angel said, uh, uh, and she shall bring forth. The, the, the Mary will bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Why Jesus? For he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus means the salvation. God's salvation. That was the purpose of Jesus' coming. Jesus came uh, to save us, and his name shows us what was the purpose of his coming. He, was, he came to save his people from their sins. And then the, the Bible says that tonight, the, the text says in uh, uh, John 19, verse 30, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. The Bible says he came with the name Jesus, meaning salvation, because we, are, we were in need of salvation. And uh, Jesus came to save us. And then when he died, he said, it is finished. The salvation was our purpose, our, the, our need, and it was the, the purpose of Jesus coming. And he said, it is finished. <clears throat> he did it all. And then uh, he told his disciples to go preach the gospel to every creature. And then uh, it was given to us. And uh, we freely are forgiven uh, our, uh, of our sins. And we uh, have a new life. And we are born again. And we are child, uh, children of God. And uh, we have uh, uh, forgiveness of our sins. And we are saved from the, uh, the punishment of, of our uh, sin and uh, the eternal damnation uh, burning in hell. This is a great news. This is a wonderful news. There is nothing uh, more uh, glad than uh, the, the news of salvation. This uh, wonderful gospel of Jesus Christ, which was the purpose of uh, Jesus' coming, and which was done or accomplished by his death on the cross. This was not designed or, or uh, thought of 2,000 years ago. This plan of salvation, sending God's Son and uh, uh, having Him died on the cross for our sins and uh, being raised again so that we would come uh, with a repentance and uh, in faith, uh, with a faith in Jesus Christ. We would have a salvation and we are, uh, we are going to be born again and become children of God. This was not just a plan 2,000 years ago. This was a plan a long time ago, long before the creation of the world, uh, not by any other but God himself, God the Father himself. This uh, mission is uh, so great. This plan of salvation is so great. Our God, our Father, God the Father, He planned long before the time I was there. Before the creation, God planned, God the Father planned this wonderful plan of salvation. In First Peter chapter 1, verse 18 through 20, the Bible says, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus, blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. The blood of Christ, the, the lamb, 
poor, uh, without, uh, without blemish, without spot. But he was going to shed his blood. The plan of salvation was, uh, uh, was designed by, the, by God the Father before the foundation of the world, before creation of the universe. That means God knew that we are going to sin against him. We were going to fall. We are going to uh, 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 become uh, sinners. And we are going to be in need uh, of uh, salvation. <clears throat> Our God is a wonderful God. A mysterious God. We cannot understand our God. Because if it was for us, you know, if we know, we plan to do something and we know that it's not going to go as we planned or something, go, or something will go wrong or something might happen, we will, we will, uh, uh, re, we will replan it, do it, uh, the planning again and then make sure that the plan will go no problem. But God knew that after he created man, and in the image of God, in the likeness of God himself, and give a man the privilege of uh, 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 the ruling everything, every creature, every creation for God, and uh, become the representative of uh, uh, God himself upon the earth, had a wonderful authority and uh, power. But God knew that man was going to sin against God. Break the heart of God. And take side with the enemy of God, Satan. God knew it all. But he went ahead. Created us. And then he knew that what he was going to do. When we, are going, we, when we sin... He already had a plan to have us back to himself. In uh, Genesis chapter 3, we know that in the Garden of Eden, Satan came along and uh, uh, he tempted the woman. In uh, verse 1 says, uh, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God does not know that uh, in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. That was the temptation. We all know that uh, the woman was tempted, not just uh, for the fruit. She wanted to become uh, God himself. The, 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 the Satan uh, put the doubt about God, the goodness of God and uh, uh, twisted the word of God and uh, represented, uh, presented God as uh, somebody who is uh, very mean and uh, 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 not willing to bless us. So she tempted and she failed. She ate the fruit and uh, gave, it, gave the fruit to Adam and ate it. 
Adam ate it too. So, the Lord came in the eve of the evening and uh, <clears throat> Adam and Eve heard the coming of the Lord and they hid themselves in the woods. The Lord called Adam, where art thou? And uh, he said, uh, we are hiding <laughs> because we are naked. The Lord said, how do you know you are naked? Did you eat that fruit that I told you not to? And he said, the woman you gave me gave it to me. So it was not my fault. You gave the woman to me. And then the Lord uh, uh, called the uh, wife, uh, the Eve, why she did that. She said, uh, the serpent beguiled. So in 15 of uh, Genesis chapter 3, the Lord said here, he's talking to the serpent, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. We call this verse, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, the first gospel. Because this is where the Lord, God the Father, who had a plan, he had designed the salvation plan before the foundation of the world. Now he, men sinned, the Lord came and he exposed, he told them what he was going to do about our sin and our, uh, our calamity. And uh, uh, he wanted to save us, so he was uh, revealing his plan of salvation in this verse. He said, I shall put uh, enmity between thee and uh, the woman, and thy, between thy seed and her seed. We know a woman does not have a seed. We are all Adam's uh, men's descendants. But he said, uh, thy seed and her seed, uh, she's going to bring a, a man uh, without, uh, uh, without a seed of uh, a man, but he's going to, uh, she's going to bring a man. We know that Jesus was not a son of uh, Joseph or, or any other man. God came and uh, 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 she uh, had uh, the, the, the son of God uh, and then uh, she gave birth to the son of God and called his name Jesus which means salvation you know uh, <clears throat> we all know people get saved by faith and uh, when we read Genesis uh, uh, chapter 3 we read uh, Adam's faith. Where is Adam's faith? Adam failed. Yes, he failed. The Lord, uh, we, when we read the continue, uh, read continue. The Lord talked to a woman about uh, her sufferings, and uh, uh, she will have a hard time uh, delivering children uh, and uh, things like that. And then, uh, verse 19, uh, the Bible says uh, uh, to uh, to Adam, "In uh, the sweat of thy face shall." Uh, shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground for out of it was the, thou taken for dust thou art and unto dust shalt thou return the Lord is talking to uh, Adam that he's going to physically die not only he's, uh, he was dead uh, spiritually but now he's going to die uh, physically verse 20 the Bible says and Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living that's strange you know, she brought uh, that, uh, that fruit to him, 
and uh, he sinned against the Lord, and the whole human become uh, uh, sinners and uh, defiled. He said, uh, he called his wife Eve, because she was the uh, mother of all, all living. What does that mean? Adam was talking to his wife. Wife, I sinned, and uh, we do not, there is no hope in me. But God said that I said, you said. So through you, the Lord is going to bring us life back. That's why he called his wife Eve. Eve means life. The Lord was proclaim the death upon the humankind. But the Lord, Adam is telling his wife that you have, we have a life back through you. In response to Adam's faith, the Lord killed animal and take the uh, caught skins uh, of an innocent animal and made caught uh, for men and uh, uh, Adam and Eve. So since then, Abel brought animal sacrifice telling that innocent uh, 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 animal is somebody, our Savior, should uh, uh, shed blood for our sins and die in our place so that we would have, uh, uh, the, the, we, we would have uh, the forgiveness of, of sin and uh, become righteous again and uh, uh, live again before God. So, Isaiah Chapter 7, verse 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Why Emmanuel? What is the, the meaning of Emmanuel? Emmanuel is a God with us. This baby was going to come without a human father. And the, through the, the woman, called the seed of a woman, she was, uh, he, he was going to be the son of God. God with us. God becoming human and uh, uh, coming uh, tabernacling among the, the, uh, with us. God became human. That's what he, uh, the Bible is saying. Because our Savior should be sinless. But there is nobody in this world who is sinless. So nobody is qualified to be uh, our Savior. But there is only one person in the universe who is sinless, who is God himself. So God became a man and called his name Emmanuel, God with us. But why did he become a man? Because God cannot die. God cannot die. God is God, eternal God. Because he cannot die, he has to be somebody who can die in our place for our sins and shed blood for us. So that's why he became a man and born of a virgin. And lived 33 years upon this world. And when he died, 
a thief was uh, uh, on the cross and he said, uh, we deserve to die because we did something horrible, deserving to die like this. But this man has nothing done, he has done nothing wrong. And he said, the Lord, remember me. And the Lord said, thou shalt be in paradise today. People knew that Jesus was innocent. He, he didn't have sin. Many people who knew Jesus Christ, they testified that he was a perfect man. The centurion was watching the death of Jesus on the cross. After he passed away, he, he gave up the ghost and uh, he said, truly, this man was the son of God. So this is a plan of salvation, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That a sinner can come in a repentance of sins and accept Jesus as a personal savior and then he died on the cross and rose again. This great plan of salvation has been planned or designed by God the Father for the foundation of the world. And then this plan was completed by God the Son 2,000 years ago. Jesus came in the name of Jesus, meaning salvation, to save his people from their sins. He lived a perfect life, but uh, he was taken, and uh, in our place, he was, he, 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 was, he was nailed to the cross, and he died. When he died, he said, it is finished in uh, Second, uh, First Peter chapter 2, verse 24, the Bible says, Who his own self bear our sin in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were, ye were healed. Jesus, there was, he had most, no reason to go to, to the cross. He had no reason to die, because the wages of sin is death. He was a sinless. So he didn't have a reason to die. But because of our sins, he, uh, he came to save us. So he went uh, to the cross in our place. And uh, he uh, bore our sins upon himself, on his own body. And uh, he died on the cross for our sins. He's finished. That means there is nothing else we can do. Some people say, yes, but uh, we have to do this, we have to do that. That means he does not understand. The, uh, the cross of Jesus Christ. If we could uh, do something for our salvation, then we don't need Jesus. Because there is nothing we can do to save ourselves. That's why Jesus came and he paid the price for, of our sins upon himself, by himself, and he paid it full. He said, it is finished. He said, it is finished. That means he's not going to do it again. He finished it on the cross 2,000 years ago. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. 
So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. Once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. The Lord is coming back. This time he is not going to go to the cross. He will sit on the throne. He will come with his people. And he will come and reign uh, the world in in the uh, righteousness, in justice, and in peace. So, the plan of salvation that we want to preach to the world, that was designed or planned by God the Father before the foundation of the world. And uh, the plan was completed by God the Son on the cross. And uh, this plan, thirdly, the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit is engaged in this uh, salvation business. The Bible says, without the Holy Spirit, nobody can tell Jesus the Lord. So, from the day of Pentecost, in uh, Acts chapter 2, all through the history of uh, Christian uh, churches, and then until the day that uh, the last person would receive Christ as a personal Savior, all is the work of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was living this earth, the disciples were sad and uh, troubled. In uh, John chapter 16, verse 7, the Bible says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he's come, he, shall, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on him, on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and he see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you. But he cannot bear them now. How will when he, the spirit of the truth, of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. The Lord said, the Holy Spirit is going to come. It is better for him to go. Because he has to go to the, uh, to the, uh, to the cross and uh, uh, finish his mission. And then uh, he leaves and then the Holy Spirit comes. Holy Spirit is engaged in the business of convicting. He says, uh, when he's come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. I was uh, 13 years old. We were Buddhist, uh, uh, our family, a Buddhist family. 
It was summertime, July of uh, 1969. School was out, and uh, we just uh, started having a summer vacation. And uh, my younger brother and sister wanted to go to uh, vacation Bible school of a church. I had nothing to do at home, so I said I will go too. So I went to this uh, small church, just uh, 10 days old. The church was started in uh, uh, July 13 of 1969. It was July 23, 23rd of 1969. They said that, the teacher said that we have a Wednesday night service. Will you come tonight? I said, yes. So I went to that uh, church that night. Uh, they were renting a uh, community hall, small community hall, very tiny. And uh, in the 60s, you know, Korea was uh, very difficult. So we didn't have much. We didn't have much electricity either. There's a one light right above the pulpit. And uh, uh, that was it. And we didn't have no pews, or no chairs, no bench, nothing. We just had a straw mats on concrete floor. So I remember I was sitting in the middle. The preacher preached. He said how God loves us. And he sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. And if we believe, if I believe, we can be saved. When uh, the preacher was preaching, there was somebody knocking my heart door and said, uh, you have to believe that. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Somebody was telling me, talking to me. I still remember that talking the preacher gave an invitation. If there, is there anybody that wants to be saved? Raise your hand. I raised my hand. And he said, come forward. And I did. And uh, there was a, a, a school teacher, Mr. Kim, took me aside and showed me the Bible again. And I accepted Christ as my Savior. Whoever gets saved at this time, he's saved by the working of the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, nobody can get saved. So this uh, mission of the church, preaching gospel to the lost people, not just in the foreign field, in any, any, everywhere and anywhere, Wherever uh, lost people, lost sinners, there is a mission field. We have to go to the, not just of, uh, South Korea or China or other country, but we have people not saved, spiritual beggars in this, uh, this place. So we go to them and tell them how God loves us, how Jesus died on the cross for our sins. But the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse uh, 13, it said, Whosoever calls upon the name of the, of the Lord shall be saved. And the Bible says also, 
Uh, how then shall they call on him he, uh, in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. While Jesus was uh, upon the earth, he knew that he had to set apart people because he was going to live. Holy Spirit is going to come, but he needed the people who would take the gospel and tell other people about the Lord Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, The Bible says, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus didn't just leave people. Jesus left the church behind him. So that the church would continue to... Uh, the church would uh, take the ministry or missions, and uh, uh, to preach gospel to the lost people. When the Lord called us to go back to Korea in 2010, I asked the Lord why. I was praying. All of a sudden, the Lord just uh, so vividly, not audibly, but in my heart. He said, I want you to go to, to, go to Korea. I said, Lord, why? I came, uh, I, you know, I got saved in Korea. I was called uh, to the ministry uh, two, uh, two weeks after my salvation. And uh, I have started three churches before I came to America. And in America, I have been working hard and uh, building that church in Tacoma. And the Lord all of a sudden told me to go back to Korea. And I said, Lord, what is it? And the Lord uh, talked to me. And showed me Ephesians chapter 3. And verse 10. And verse 10. The Bible says. <clears throat> 10 and 11. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 10 and 11. To the intent and now unto the principalities. And powers in heavenly places might be known by the church. The manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, well, when we read uh, uh, the previous verses, we know that Apostle Paul understood the mystery of God in this, uh, this dispensation, he said. That is the uh, Gentile, verse 6 says, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ uh, by, in Christ by the gospel. And verse 10 says, to the intent to, for that, Gentiles should come and know the Lord Jesus Christ and the, become fellow heirs and the same body and the partakers of uh, God's promise in Christ. He said, to, to that intent and now, this time, unto the principality and powers in heavenly places might be known, the next three words said, by the church. 
I understood that it is the church. The church has that ministry. He said in verse 11, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Eternal purpose. There's one eternal purpose of God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the salvation of the lost people. This uh, gospel designed by God God the Father before the foundation of the world. God the Son accomplished it, finished it. And the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit is engaged in this world at this time. And blessed is the church. The local church. I understood that the Lord wanted me to go back to Korea to start more churches. Not just any kind of churches. Bible-believing, gospel-preaching, soul-winning, mission-minded, separated, fundamental Baptist church. Like one here. The Lord told his disciples in Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And Lord, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. This uh, commandment, the the, uh, Great Commission, is not given to the disciples. This is given to the church. And they have obeyed. Or through the generation, after generations, faithful men of God preach the gospel. And it's now unto us. So, this missions, the minister of missions, is the mission of a local church. God is working through the church this time according to the eternal purpose that he purposed in Jesus Christ. So mission is uh, the responsibility of all the members of a local church. Not just uh, for missionaries, not just the pastors and uh, certain people. This is uh, for everybody, every born again Christians. And it is an honor because this is uh, the greatest business of God, the longest business of God, and glorious business of God. God the Father designed it. God the Son fulfilled it. God the Holy Ghost is engaged in it. So we cooperate with them. We do it together. Because without us, God's not going to... uh, How would he... Without preacher, 
how could they hear? If then they don't hear, how could they believe? If they don't believe, how could they call upon the, call on the name of the Lord? Holy Spirit wants to convict people. But without preachers, without soul winners, Holy Spirit is not going to do it. So, it is our privilege to be involved in this mission, the business of missions. Greatest work, the greatest work because God, the, the Trinity God, is uh, engaged. They all are. Got the Father planned, got the Son fulfilled, got the Holy Spirit is in it, and the church has the responsibility, and we, members of the church, should go and should send. If we don't go, we have to send. And uh, we can go, actually, everybody can go to the lost people around us and trusting the Lord. Telling people where we found the bread of life. Where how we found the bread of life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless this time of invitation. Lord, bless us now. Thank you so much for your wonderful love and grace and mercy upon our souls. How you have completed the your plan of salvation, so that we can come to you freely and accept Jesus and uh, have uh, uh, eternal salvation, eternal home in heaven, and free from our sins. And uh, uh, Lord, I just uh, we praise you uh, for what you have done. But Lord, uh, there were some people who came to us. Missionary came to Korea, and preachers preached so that I could hear the the, uh, the word of God. Lord, it's our responsibility and our uh, privilege to be involved as a co-workers with God, co-laborers of, with, uh, with God, to preach the gospel to the lost people. Help us to understand our responsibility and help us to uh, do what we are supposed to do as a member, members of the church. Thank you again. Bless us now in Jesus' name. Amen.